This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for business women to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello, and welcome to Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today, I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Kat Ardy Brennan from Excavation Equipment. Kat, this has been quite a journey we've been on, but thank you so much for being involved in Shiny Crazy Daisy Volume 4 and the podcast. Please tell us about your business. Hi, Trudy. I'm really happy that you invited me on this journey, which I know is a buzzword we're all trying to leave behind, but um, thank you so much. So, yeah, um, my name's Kat. Um, the business is called Excavation Equipment. So, basically, what we do is we're a big... Uh, big toy shop really for the construction industry so anything from a toolbox to an excavator we've got the gear to help you get the job done it and um yep so we've had this yeah sorry it is an incredible um visual your your chapter is called high heels to high vids and just that visual with those massive trucks that i've seen on your instagram and facebook feed it is an incredible thing that you are doing <laughs> It is. It's different. I, d- I definitely didn't think that I'd start. I'd go into um, selling, you know, machinery or um, finding that sort of gear. But you know, I, so I did fall into it. I did fall from the high heels into uh, machinery with my husband, and um, and that's just where the journey has taken us. So we've still built something, yeah. And I'm still very fulfilled. It's just maybe not the widget that I would have sold, you know, on my own. Let's start at the beginning. You had yes. an amazing job that you loved and learned a lot at the bank. So, but why did fear make you leave there? And what did your customers teach you? Yeah, so I worked for one of Australia's biggest banks. Um, and I started there when I was really quite young. And I felt so fortunate that I just sort of could get that education because I do feel like we don't um, we put so much emphasis on going to college and going to university and while I've done that as well um, you know the education that I got at the bank was truly remarkable Mm. Um, and I really enjoyed my time there but I really did get worn down towards the end you know and I felt like just a number I wasn't important the hours were phenomenal and I think that um, it just became monotonous in a way but also I was a business banker so I was helping people fulfill their dreams in business and I was sort of thinking my gosh like if I don't see what's happening you know I was being presented with these businesses and business owners that I was so inspired by I felt like I was banging my head up against a wall like I needed to take action and you know maybe do something for myself but I just didn't know what, and I was just bound by fear. Like I just was completely immobilized by fear. Like I wanted to take that step, take that jump of faith and into the unknown. And really, I think it was about backing myself. And I just, just didn't know how to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that over time really wore me down. 
it just eats away at you and you become just a shell of of who you are so I wouldn't say it was just the bank per se but it was just a culmination of things and then also just not taking action within myself Mm. so yeah that fear is really is a really hard one to, to it's, combat it's interesting as well when you're talking about that because then you obviously did take the jump mm. and then in the chapter you talk about the sacrifices that were necessary in the beginning of your business so how did it feel to make those sacrifices knowing it was for the future growth so easy so yeah so yeah so what what happened was um i met my my boyfriend and who would become my husband and um he had a couple of water trucks on hire and I saw him, you know, just invoicing things out by hand. I was like, oh, no, you know, give that to me. I will do that. And, you know, I he stayed working in the business and I started working on it. And, um, you know, a, a good few times and for a, a long time, you know, we were late paying our rent on our home. We were couldn't have a, couldn't put a new tyre on our vehicles and things like that. But because we knew what we were doing was all going back into the business and also looking after our people, which I feel is a really big privilege to have. Um, it was, it was easy to sacrifice those things. I mean, it was uncomfortable, but we got used to being uncomfortable for the, for our vision, which was, you know, to, to be a really solid, great Australian business, which we've become. Mm. I I hope that everybody can hear what you're saying because right from the beginning of your business with you talking about being able to back or not being able to back yourself not feeling like and then finding the right thing to back yourself in even though it wasn't the widget you thought it was going to be but when you back yourself and you know what the vision is for what you're aiming for those sacrifices feel almost happy to do that because it you know that it's for the right reasons you know what you're aiming for yeah absolutely you do and it it just it, you go from that fear of, oh, God, how am I going to make it through this day? Or what if I don't have enough money or that? And that fear does immobilize you. But when you're actually taking that action and doing, you just do. You know, you, you we spend all this time bound up and in, in worry. Mm-hmm. But when you're actually faced with a situation where, okay, you've got to do this or this, what way do you go? You just do. And I think that's the most important thing I've learned is, that impulsivity that that you know just just go just do and you know work it work it out on the way you know you're not bound to one decision the whole way down the track you can pivot you know you can make Um, another decision yes just make more decisions there's so many choices to make on the way and you are going to make bad decisions and you're going to make poor choices but you're also going to make really good ones and you're hopefully going to learn from some of those poor choices but it's it's not something that's a negative, which I think I always used to think, oh, bad, negative is, you know, that's all bad, don't do bad. But that's, once we get over those things, you know, I realised that some of those brick walls that I came up against or, you know, you know, at the time it was pretty shit not having, like having a space saver on my car and having to pump it up mm. every time with a little $20 pump that I bought from the, you know, the the super market you know to pump it up like it was pretty shit you know but now I look back fondly on those times and go yeah we came from nothing and we built something and that's I feel really that's intrinsically rewarding for me I love it yeah um one of the things that you talked about that you've learned and that I think is brilliant is that you say that confrontation is mindful honesty 
Yeah. I just thought that was the best reframe I've ever heard. Mindful yeah. honesty instead of confrontation, because people get so scared of confrontation. So how have you had to use that in your business? Yeah, so I feel like confrontation has often been, you know, and especially at the bank, you know, don't, you know, confrontation is bad. It's just, you know, it's an argument and you want to avoid that. And I don't think that's the case. I think that sometimes we need to not suppress what's down here. We need to bring it out. Obviously, if you think someone's a dickhead, mind my language, sorry, you know, you don't just come out and say that, but you know, it's it's asking those questions or why did you say that or why do you want me to do that mm. um, or I feel this about this situation or I didn't really like that um, or even reframing things to say, look, I know I behaved poorly or I did something wrong, I'm really sorry. You know, I think we need to have those conversations because that's life mm. and instead of leaving baggage at the door when you come into work or holding those um, feelings in, you know, we, let's get it out. Let's get talking. But, um, you know, challenge yourself and other people with respect. I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. So we can get on with what we're doing and not hold any animosity in because I think that's a, a real killer in business and in our yeah. personal lives as well. I'm, I'm a confronter and yes. I even say it with a raised eyebrow because people think that means, oh, crikey, if there's a problem, she's going to come at me. No, I will just have the conversation. I am yeah. open to any conversation that's going to make sure that you feel as good as you can feel and I can feel as good as I feel. And that's why I love to how you put it because I, I do really think that there are conversations that aren't had and they eat away at you and that's hurting you, not the other yes. person. So let it out, let it all out. Yes, yes. And do you, in, in your business and coaching and do people then like can you feel them sort of pull back and then maybe get teary and then yeah yeah because we all I think in in that feeling of confrontation as well we can react in a defensive way so when you just said um, make sure that you're 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 taking responsibility for it as well sometimes in those defense conversations you're saying and you did this and you did this when actually it's about how you're reacting so for me I always look at how I'm reacting first yes and then step back take a breath probably 10 and then this is what just happened here literally this is what just happened here and that gives people the opportunity to have mindful honesty yes I agree yeah and you know there are times when I have hit send on that email and I have probably been a little bit too abrupt and things like that where I go right I don't want to go into that rage and regret you Mm. know but it's just that yeah mindful honesty let's have a nice conversation and you know also making our staff feel like they're in a safe place as well yeah you know that we can have this conversation it's safe nothing bad is going to happen this is just a conversation cat we could talk forever um if there is one lesson that you've learned that every entrepreneur should know what would it be demand respect I think everyone everyone deserves they have a right to respect I don't think um you know we don't have to someone's respect it doesn't have to be earned as soon as you meet them you know we need to remove any judgment and I think for women there's still a lot of work for us to do um and I work in a male-dominated field and sometimes you know a lot of times it I would be overlooked um or you know or where's your husband or no can I speak to the man in charge still that sort of mindset and it's like no no you speak to me 
you know, like I'm not moving, don't, you know, don't bypass me, you know, and just feel, just know women and, and anyone really, they do have to know that they, they have the respect, it's their birthright. Mm. Just letting that sink in. <laughs> yes, it is your birthright. But when you say demand respect, it's it's one of those trigger things. Of, oh, but I can't do that. Or you can't demand respect. You've got to earn it. But you're right. Everybody should be given respect until they lose it. Yes. So come in with that no judgment. I respect you. And then if they do something that you then don't respect them, then don't respect them. But come yes. in demanding it first. I love that. Yeah. What's your favorite piece of business software? Well, I'd have to say zero. So zero mm-hmm. is an accounting and finance platform that we use. Um, and I think it's really suitable for any um, small to medium enterprise. You know, there's, it's it's really fabulous. for Even for what we do, um, you can be loaded with a lot of information. It gives a real-time snapshot of how your business is performing. Mm-hmm. It has budgeting, um, you know, add-ons in there. Um, we use it. We use it. It's open on my desk all day. So yeah. it's one of those things that we can see, you know, who's owed what, what are we owed, um, it gives us a clear picture of where we're going financially into the future. Kat, this has been such a pleasure. And just for everybody out there, I met you 10 years ago at, yes, a, yes. at a, a business conference that uh, that was about mindfulness as much as business. And we had one of those conversations that has stuck with both of us, it would seem, for those yes. 10 years. And we haven't spoken in between. Yes. But this has been such a pleasure. This is why networking, finding your tribe and attending things is so important because you find those people that think the same as you do. And I, I really appreciate you turning up and showing up for Shine On Your Crazy Daisy. Oh, thanks for having me. And absolutely, the way I remember how... I can't remember the exact conversation and how it went, but I do remember how you made me feel. And it was just, it was a beautiful connection and we've stayed in touch. And yeah, you know, it just goes to show that two people from different sides of the globe can reconnect in very different and wonderful ways. Thank you so much for being involved. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.